Hey everybody, this is Chad, and I just wanted, before we started the show, to let you know that December 3rd in Madison, Wisconsin, I am going to be recording a special at the Orpheum Theater in Madison. It's going to be exciting as shit. I'm so excited to be doing it in Madison, because that city has been a home away from home for me, uh, and everybody that works at the club, the, the family that owns the, uh, the club, all of the staff... Uh, the city of Madison has been very, very good to me. So I'm excited to go there. And also, if you live in Chicago or Minneapolis, you can drive there. Or if you live in Milwaukee or Appleton or anywhere, there's an airport. It doesn't matter. You can come. I know I have shit on traveling for comedy in the past, specifically to see me. But man, oh man, would I like to blow the doors off this theater and get one of these fancy, dancey specials recorded. The Orpheum. That's incredible. That's such a great place. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the first comedian to ever record a special uh, at this Orpheum. And tickets go on sale. Uh, they're on sale. They're on they're sale on as sale? of Friday. Let's yeah, go. They're on two, sale one right show now. You or go two to shows? Two shows. Go. ChadDaniels.com. And hang in. There might be an even more exciting announcement regarding the two shows. But for now, this is it. I'm looking forward to recording December 3rd, Orpheum. Madison, Wisconsin. Tickets available at chaddaniels.com backslash tour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere hello. You may notice a different tone in my voice today as I am in a very, very good mood despite a couple things trying to bring me down, including the rope uh, that was attached to an anchor on my lily pad underwater. It doesn't matter. I'm smiling. I'm in a great mood. Thanks for coming back and joining us. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. It's nice to see you, Chad. I assume the lily pad is uh, a term for uh, some sort of flotation device, and you haven't anchored plants to your to your shoreline. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Well, I have a lily pad is a three-inch piece of foam that unrolls into a makeshift raft. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a raft where you start to sizzle because all the water evaporates. You kind of, it sinks down in the water. You lay in the water, but you're still being supported by this foam so you don't go all the way underwater. It's very fun. Kids love it. You can have wrestling matches on it. It is a great time, but there is an anchor that goes straight down from it on a bungee cord. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but I'm all alone. <laughs> I'm all alone to do everything by myself. And just Chad out on a <laughs> lily pad crying about no one will wrestle me. I have no you know what? I have no kids to wrestle. You'll never know if I'm crying because, like I said, you're already laying in water. It's the perfect place to go sweat and or cry. 
Speaking um, of speaking of crying, yeah. why is your head so red? What is going on with your skull right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what happened was um, the the sun is coming right through my picture window, okay. so I have. Excuse me, but guys, this is crazy. I have gorgy natural sunlight. It is gorgy. You guys hit that like button and smash subscribe because we are off and running on middle of somewhere podcast. Smash it. Oh, smash it, baby. Smash it. You son of a bitch. Smash it. Okay. So I have awesome sunlight coming through and it just makes my face look uh, more red. It makes my beard look a little wider but i'd like to talk to you about that because on my arms and my legs they have been exposed all summer perfectly blonde like toe head type blonde hair and i used when i was little i used to get bright blonde hair in the summer because i never wore hats now i wear hats so i get like from my hat line down it does look whiter, but I there's got to be some blonde in there. I refuse to think it's just white. I definitely think there's some blonde there. Your beard has because you're I'm not this close to your face very often. Like even in real life, you wouldn't get as close to someone's face as you do when you're recording a podcast. Sure. Using this methodology, but it well you wouldn't. I like to make out sometimes. It there is so many different colors in you have a Joseph's yeah. Technicolor dream coat of a of a beard. It looks like somebody yeah. suicide bombered a barber shop as your face walked by and you caught little bits of everybody. It is it is yeah, a magical right. festival of hair. That sounds right. It uh, it makes you it makes you think that um, a couple of my grandparents were whores. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of there's a lot of different stuff going on in here. Can I tell you what's going on with my water? Please. Outside of my property, we are yeah. so close to closing the chapter on the muskrat saga. Uh, for those oh. of for those of you who are new to the program, a muskrat burrowed into my property and tried to undermine the value of my purchase. I declared war. I lost the war. I'm trying to yeah. re-win. I'm trying to you know undo that loss and win the war. It's been back and forth. The deck has been built, and the only thing that's been left to build, Chad, is the get rid of the muskrats forever structure. And then we have to finish okay. the little bit of the deck where they burrowed into and the dock. We have to rebuild the dock. Okay. So uh, we had everything pulled up. This is how... So basically, my wife's father, uh, Papa Dave... Yep. Well, I was going to ask you something. So do you have to remove all of your stuff from the water in the winter in Cincinnati? No. You leave it year-round. So the, I think some people might remove stuff. You don't have to remove the docks, and you definitely... The pontoons, it's such thin ice. The, the thing that my pontoons are made out of, that's how good I am at... Like, whatever sort of material that the, the tunes are made out of, it handles the, the thin ice just fine. Oh, I want, um, I want a pontoon like that, then, because I have to take my pontoon out, which, by the way, the battery's dead, again. It's, you know what? Listen, Bennington... Not a sponsor. Uh, here's the thing. My battery doesn't work every time I charge it. So I, my little charging clip, you know, that you have to put on the batteries, those two little those two little clips, one of them broke. So I have to physically hold it 
on the battery and then my arm isn't long enough to start the engine. So I need someone else to come turn the key. It's so fucking annoying. Um, but I'm glad you don't have to deal with taking your, your stuff out of the water. Uh, I'm in a great mood. I had a, uh, I had a rope around my foot yesterday as I had to lift the anchor and then swim the lily pad in. And uh, finally, just for a second, I let the anchor go to see what it would do. And it did indeed pull me underwater. But I am in a fantastic mood. I think that getting stuff out of the water is fun. And I'm glad you don't have to do it. And and um, tell me about this, do- this, this dock and this deck. This dick, if you want to. I don't care. We could do all of the vowels. So we are so close to having this deck done. So Jenna's dad, Papa Dave, he, is, Papa he Dave. came down here this past weekend to finish the last little part and the dock, okay? But I okay. want to go back in time before that moment. When okay. we realized the depths of the muskrat uh, destruction, I understood that we were going to need to repair it and create a fortress against future muskrats. And <laughs> so I called... It's a- like you're playing a real-life version of Dig Dug. And you don't want your whole house to sink into the water. This is pretty great that you have to build a structure to get rid of the muskrat. It's a high risk, no reward game of Dig Dug. And so I called around and there aren't a lot of lakes in Cincinnati. So you call these landscaping companies and you're like, have you ever built a seawall? And they're like, no. And that's it. That's the whole conversation. (laughs) So I finally find a landscaping company that has some idea about it. They say they have some idea about it. Okay. The guy comes out, I bring him down, we, uh, we stand near the shore, and I point to him the issue, and then, without exaggeration, I, we took part in the longest pause of maybe my life. It, it was only probably a minute and a half, two minutes, but I did a thorough like, and that's where he came in, and here's where the tunnels are that we dug out, and this is where I want to protect from, and th- I'm going to pull all that stuff so he can't get in there. Like, this huge explanation. And then he just sits there and goes, eh. And then he's kind of just bobbing his head, just looking. It's like I said all that stuff, and then there was a tape delay, and I had to wait from the moment I ended it saying it, then the first word I said hit his ear, and I had to watch him listen to me say everything. It was very, very <laughs> weird. And he, it's, like, it's like when news outlets used to do that for, uh, like, soldiers in the Middle East. They're like, so we heard that Fallujah was taken, and we're excited for you. If you could tell us about that, we can see a victory going on in the background. Just go ahead and let us know how the day went for you. And then it's like just three minutes of somebody nodding. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go, yeah, Becky, Fallujah did fall today after three minutes. That's a very fun thing to watch. So, but then it, that was, that would have been weird enough, but he gets through all this and then he goes, yeah, you know, you're probably looking in the eight or $9,000 range. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not looking in the eight or not eight or nine thousand dollars. I was like, I've grown up on lakes my whole life. It does not cost that much for you to dig some holes and drop some rock. And then this dude goes, Yeah, no, you know, yeah, then maybe like four thousand. You could probably get it done for four or five thousand. I was like, Did I just <laughs> negotiate four to five grand off your price by disagreeing with you? You're not hired. 
You're not. There's no world. <laughs> is that right. first of all? I, I always used to hate it when when I get why they do it, but construction guys come out and they go, they take a look at everything, and you're like, kind of where am I talking price range? They go, ah, you know, I gotta get, I gotta get home, look at the numbers, you know, I want to do a real bid. You're like, just give me a a range so I know what to emotionally yeah. prepare for in terms of my finances. But now I've switched. Now I am on board with that method because I can't have some guy out here like 9,000 or 4,000. You know, what if you just handed me a 20 and French kissed me? I'll get this done. Like what sort of negotiator <laughs> are you as a person? Right. It's like uh, President's Day when they're like, hey, guys, it's uh, Chad from Chad's Mattress World. We got deals coming out the president's a-holes. <laughs> you know, normally this mattress is $1 million. But this weekend, for President's Day only, it's 2000 And then you go in there and you're like, what about 800 They're like, oh, shit. All right, I'll bring it to your house for 800 I don't know why Dave Waite works at the mattress shop, <laughs> but uh, zing, zap, 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 zippity, zap. So, God, he's a funny motherfucker. He's the funniest. So I shovel this man off of our property. How much did he charge you for that? Uh, it was highly negotiated, but we went with $11,000. So I, <laughs> there's another company that comes out. This guy actually knows what he's talking about. He speaks. He's like, yeah, well, there's no delay. I go, look, I don't even finish. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to do this, 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 and this. And I was like, I think that sounds correct. And he goes, let me get home. I'll call you. I'll give you a bid. He calls me half hour later. He goes, I, you know, I found out when we had guys available. Here's the price. I go, that's pretty fair. I'm in. Right. He's doing, they're going to do it. And they're going to do it the week my dad is down here visiting. You remember that a few weeks back. Okay. Yep. By the way, I like this dude. I really like his company. But it's the week of, and he's supposed to be doing it on a Tuesday. And he calls me on a Monday and he's like, hey, we had some stuff come up. I can't make it out there, which is not uncommon in the construction world. Or the podcast world, turns out. And then he goes, we're, we're now, you know, with things getting a little busier since we can't make it out, we're now looking at late September. I was like, what do you mean? You can't, like, if you push it back a week, but late September, you can't push it back 60 days. There's no way that you were that something. What, did a bomb go off in your neighborhood? Did your truck Do you remember? <laughs> A bomb went off in September. I just don't understand. So now, Papa Dave is coming. He's supposed to come that week on Friday. Everything was lined up. We were supposed to get all the muskrat stuff done. So now we're in a situation where me... <laughs> Hold on. I'm so sorry to keep interrupting you. But do you know how funny it is to look across at another grown man who you are such good friends with, and hear the phrase. So we had to get all the muskrat stuff done. <laughs> it's just so fucking funny to me that you're still battling this goddamn muskrat. It's, it's, it's been a long summer muskrat-wise, but Dave, <laughs> Papa Dave is coming, and so now we don't have a choice except for getting this muskrat wall done, but here's the situation. As you know, I'm not of the physically capable variety. In terms of construction work. Sure. My father's down here. He's also had a back surgery and he's not a, he's at a point in his life where he's not a day laborer anymore. He can't, 
I don't want him building, right. uh, you know, all this stuff. And so we call a good friend of yours and mine, a man with all the muscles in the world, the Shubles. I call Alex Schubert. Yeah. And yeah. I, I offer him the Godfather deal. I go, Shubes, I had a weird negotiator come out here and then somebody else who clearly had uh, an incident in their neighborhood that cost them their truck and tools and employees and can't get out here anymore. Right. I've got a whole bunch of money that I am going to give you if you come out and help us build a riprap rock. Well, do you know what riprap is? Sure I do, but let's explain it for the people. It's it's a basically a, a, a rock wall that normally is used for... Uh, the avoidance of waves eroding your yard. Yep, it's big. It's a pieced together rock wall with, you know, six to eight inch rocks. I think that's a good size. You can get bigger ones. I like a good six to eight inch. I'm a big six to eight inch guy. I like a, I like a six to eight inch rip wrap. Rip wrap with your tip tap. How skinny do you how skinny do you like the rock? As skinny as possible. I want it I want the rock to get really far in there. But I don't necessarily need it to fill up everything. On the, let's keep moving. You like it to touch bottom, not necessarily bang the sides. Yeah. <laughs> smart, smart. It's good fishing. So, Shubes comes out, and I know I've talked about this before. Shubes is uh, Shubes. Uh, yes. I'm going to guess that Shubes uh, argued with you about the rocks and he was more of a 12 to 15 inch rock guy. <laughs> old, old sweats, old, old sweatpants, Shubes, old sweatpants, Shubes. So old sweatpants, Shubes comes out swanging and slanging. And a couple things. I have to tell you this story first because it was the moment of my summer. My dad okay. and Alex and I, Alex is hired. He is now... We have now brought Alex on to help me build the riprap wall. And he Alex are, is Shubes for those listening. Alex is also Shubes. Alex same, same Schubert. So he, uh, we have like this, oh my gosh. So this dot, the people who lived here before me, wonderful people. I enjoy them. Yep. But we go to pull up the dock because it's kind of rotted. And you know, you're pulling up the dock boards and pulling it apart. And apparently yeah. what happened was when they built their first dock, it was a little crooked and they wanted their okay. new dock to be straight. And so <laughs> they just built a dock on top of a dock and like oh, used yeah. wedges. So we pulled up a dock to find another <laughs> shitty dock. It's like you're going to have like a Russian dock. You're going to have sex with your partner and you pull their underwear down and you're like, why is there more underwear under here? Like, how did you plan your day? It's not. You know what? I, I get, totally get that, though. I'm on that person's side chafing and stuff. So we have this, the remnants of dock number two, the, the, the base level dock, the original dock, dock 1.0. How many names should I come up with for this dock? <laughs> Sounds like you're advertising a movie. So the dockinator. So Shubes, there's like just a few uh, frame boards where the dock was. And Shubes is kind of looking at stuff, figuring out what we're going to do. And I'm like, hey, Alex, I, you know, I don't want to tell you how to live. But if I were you, I wouldn't go like fucking jumping around on this shit. And he looks at me and he steps onto one of the sideboards, leans on it a little bit. And he goes, oh, 
this shit is solid as fuck. And then he jumped on it and immediately <laughs> collapsed into the water. And yeah, it's only about great. a foot and a half water, but he collapsed in that way where his entire body went under. Like he was sinking into a bathtub. It's, I don't know if Funniest Home Videos still exists and if they'll allow the phrase solid as fuck on there. But <laughs> if we'd have gotten it, it was a, that's a $10,000 video right there. Uh, those are so funny when people are near water and they go, no, 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 check this out. Splash. So then Alex and I go about, they deliver all this rock onto my property. And my okay. dad has to supervise. I've talked about this before. I have OCD that is very involved in every aspect of every moment of my life. And Shubes uh, has Asperger's. And so yep. my dad had to watch a guy with OCD, like put it right there, OCD, and mm -hmm. a kid with Asperger's, a guy, a man, Shubes is a man. I always call him a kid because he's, he's a grown. Than me. He's a grown ass man. And, and listen, I've seen him in sweatpants. Trust me on that. He's a grown ass man. My dad had to watch the two of us put together a rock wall like it was a puzzle. Um, and I, I think we've sure. talked about that on the show here before. Uh, yep. But it was, it was an outrageous task that we did accomplish. Uh, I'm at the point where I think we should almost, it, it's such a nice looking rock well that I think we should form a, you know, like a neurodivergent shoreline company. Like, hey, you know, do you, do you want to have a good time laughing and watch two guys hate building a rock wall? Hire Cy and Alex and watch them OCD Asperger's through your property. It was, we just start hiring. Call, we only like. Call 1-800-FUCK-YOU-TETRIS. <laughs> we just only hire people who are like extreme hypochondriacs and agoraphobes. We have to like bring them down in a van so they can look through a window and they just oversee the site. Here at Neurodivergent Shorelines, you know, we won't get it done on time and it won't be good, but thank you for the money because we don't earn it elsewhere. <laughs> So we get, it's, I, Shubes fucking crushed it, man. Despite my OCD, Shubes crushes it. The rock wall looks good. He earns his money. It was less than $9,000. It's less than. It was. It was somehow, You're kidding. Somehow it was less than $9,000 to get it accomplished. Unbelievable. So then, now we're all the way back in the future. As I tell you all this to tell you that Papa Dave was here this weekend, and I didn't okay. think... Like the rock wall goes all the way out underneath the dock. You know, it's kind of runs out on the shoreline um, and then sure. and, and it keeps going a bit. And so he's trying to frame up this new dock while in water boots balancing on rocks that aren't like fastened together. They're loose rocks because that's how rocks work. I walked outside after he'd been out there for 20 minutes. And I think he had sweat more. Sweat? Sweated? Swat? Sweat, 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 sweat. He had sweat. I think he had sweat more. I think he'd sweated more than everyone who played in week one of the NFL. He, like, the amount of core work that he got 
on Saturday balancing on rocks like he was some sort of Cirque du Soleil performer trying to build like I am when he got home and everything turned out okay I was so thankful because hey he did a he did an awesome job but I had just had this fear that you know not not that he's gonna die out on the rocks but that he basically John Henry's himself balancing on rocks all day sure was that the guy who beat the the locomotive John Henry yeah, through through the uh, mountain in in Colorado. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I was worried about, and I mean, if you think if you think Jenna's gonna just let me forget that her dad got John Henryed because we wanted to get our dock done before the fall season, that would have never yeah. gone away. So I'm very thankful for Papa Dave, not only for coming out and finishing the you know the framing of the dock on top of the uh, the riprap, but also that he did indeed survive it which is a big that's a double big bonus uh for us because i gotta tell you i don't think you survive it chad i think you're a natural athlete i think you're still out there on those rocks right now i think we end up having to put one of those little wreaths out there on the side of my dock and name it the chatty daddy memorial dock stuff like that no chance i could absolutely deal with it i had to take a bungee cord off my ankle whilst underwater being held down by an anchor I'm a water guy. I'm a bit of a water guy and that's fine. I do think it would be, (laughs) I would be so nervous. The truth is I probably would collapse like somehow under the dock I was building and you'd walk out there and just see my water boots kicking like the good witch in the Wizard of Oz when the house landed on her like, "Ah, somebody save me. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're probably right. I probably slip and fall, but I do like to talk mean shit. You know that. And then I, as I was talking shit, I was like, "Oh man, you're gonna be there in less than a week, and he'll be able to call you on it." So you need to back up your intensity right now. Yeah, don't so you don't, don't make have this to walk out on. Yeah, the rocks. let him walk away from this conversation. Don't let him remember it because I can pull up some dock boards right. real fucking quick and have you go do a two step out on that riprap. Listen, I'm gonna go out on the riprap. You know that about me. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to race your boat into other boats. I'm excited. I'm stoked for this trip. I know you are. I am so stoked for the trip. Listen, I get there. The Bengals play the, I think it's the 325 game. Then the Bills play Sunday night. Then the Vikes play Monday night. It's like, ah, say what? Gamble, gamble. It's going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to be able to gamble on football. We got left, right, center going on. We're going to get some of the boys back Some together. of them boys. Uh, it's going to be fun as Lee, shit, Lee, Randell, Barnhizzle, Shubes and his SWAT pants dick. We're going to have the whole Wayne, yeah. Wayne Wetmop's going to be there, I think. We, got, we might have the oh, whole sweet. Wetmop might be there. We're talking about something that will have happened by the time people hear this podcast. But no, actually, no, it won't. It'll kind of be. It'll be. We'll be in the right in the middle. It'll of be. It. We'll be right in the middle of it. We'll be right dead center in yep. the middle of it. I'll be. I'll be leading the decathlon six zero by the time people. What's hear this going podcast. on in your life? What's is there? What? Uh, what's happening in the? I don't need to hear your decathlon bullshit. What's happening so, in the land of Chad? Let me just push this button. It's the empty nest report. No. So here's what's going on in my life. No, no, I have it on the button. I have it on the little my little button. Is that? So, uh, can you hold on? Can I just give you a note on your button bar? 
I think it, it would sucks. be nice. <laughs> I mean, it does. It is. It is one of the. I don't know. Like, if people are power ranking the things that suck about our show, I mean, size Southern voices on there. Uh, I think my singing. Yep, your button bar is on there. I sing too much. My yep. button bar is definitely on there. Ooh, hold on. I just got an email from my bu- the button bar person. Oh, they added a new button. Interesting. Brat, where'd my kids go, brat? The empty nest report. <laughs> oh, that was a nice one. That guy does. He does really good work. The guy I was gonna give. Buttons. I was gonna give your your button bar producer notes, but he really amped it up with that one. Can he? If you could send this email off quick and maybe get something yeah, back. Just a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I would just love a uh, if it doesn't really capture what's going on. Can he maybe add in like an adult whimper after the bird? No- you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the empty nest report. Oh no! Like something. Sure. That- yeah. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Yep. Okay. Oh, I see the bubbles. God, he's writing back. Yeah, he's he's always on standby when we're doing this. Oh, yep. Okay. So, <clears throat> wow. He's just, he must have just edited it right on there. Here we go. Uh, let me push this. Brat! Where'd my kids go? Brat! The empty nest report. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Oh, so you, now, see, I'm not, you know, I'm coming around on the button bar. But, okay, so we're, are we officially in an empty nest report? Yeah, I think so. I mean, but, you know, to, to other people that have podcasts might be listening and they think, oh, my God. How do I get a hold of the button bar guy? He is he's eight to nine thousand dollars per yeah. button. Yeah. So heads up. He'll on negotiate. That. No negotiating. Oh, he won't negotiate. No, no negotiating. Oh, okay, that's pretty stiff. Yeah. Yeah, because I told him I grew hey man, I grew up on a button bar. And I know that it doesn't cost that much to do a button bar. And he was like, actually it does. I'm like, all right, never mind. You're I, such a queef. <laughs> I am in such a weird mood. It's kind of fun. Okay, so empty nest report is this. I'm FaceTiming with Olivia, and uh, you know she's a little bit homesick, of course, mm-hmm. as kids are in this situation. Sure. And I tell her, I go, hey, I'm going to see you in 15 days because I'm going out for a Foo Fighters contest or f- contest concert. I hope it's a contest. That would be way better if it was a contest. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going out to the Foo Fighters concert at the Forum in Los Angeles. And so uh, I get to see her in 15 days and she freaked out. She was so excited. And I'm going to tell you something that made me happy. And then uh, listen to what the baby boy did. So he's getting into coding. Isaac, my son, is getting getting into coding. Yeah, Isaac D. He's always wanted to, the I-man, he's always wanted to do this stuff. And so finally he goes, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to change kind of my life structure and I'm going to go for what I really want to go for. And he's, he just got into this, uh, this coding boot camp at Rutgers university. Oh, wow. And it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal because they, you know, you have, obviously you pay for it, but there's, there's nonstop 24 hour tutoring if you need it. And then they help you with job placement, like all this really cool stuff. And when he was talking to me about it, he doesn't really, you know, he's a little like me where he, he keeps his feelings. I mean, I know I don't on this podcast, but for the most part, I kind of keep my feelings at a surface level just so nobody can, you know, read me or whatever. Yeah, you and, you, uh, you react, but you don't, I can't like, 
it takes a while for me. Like you show up to a podcast, like I don't have any stories. I'm fine. And then two minutes later, you're screaming Siri, call Sai, Siri, call Sai into your microphone. So you, you do right, hide yeah. it pretty I a, well. I had a meltdown. You do hide it pretty well. Thank you. But, uh, but <laughs> Isaac, uh, he was excited, man. He's really excited. I'm so goddamn proud of that kid for taking a chance and doing this. So um, nothing funny here, but uh, that's the update on the, uh, well, hold on. What? Where'd my kids go? What? That was the empty nest report. <laughs> I'm back out on the button bar. What? Uh, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good industry to get into, says Sai, a guy who doesn't know anything about uh, any industries. But it seems like coding's coding is the new pharmacist. You remember ten years ago they told everybody like you want to make money and have a good career, be a pharmacist. Now, right. now it feels like hey, you gotta. Everything's going to be robots soon. Learn to code. So that seems like a very smart move. Yeah, I mean, you need coding to be able to speak to computers, but you can create whatever you want. He was explaining it to me, and it's it's so fascinating, especially since if he ever calls me like, hey, could you help me with my homework? I'll be like, uh, unplug it, wait 30 seconds, and then plug it back in. That's how I code. You can't die because if you die and my family has to come to your funeral and my dad meets your son, I don't want to listen to my dad ask your son how to program a sex robot. My dad has been talking about sex robots for, for a decade and a half now, and I can't, I don't want him to know anyone who codes. I don't think that's a healthy situation. I don't know why you I had to- I don't even to, think you'll have to introduce them. I don't know why you had to decease in that situation. There are plenty of other hypothetical fictional scenarios where my father could meet your son but right no i picture um i picture open casket sure because because that is in my will it's open casket but i want to be pumped full of sodium so i'm super bloated (laughs) and then i want to be cremated after that okay so like there's kind of a saltiness in the air so you're like are we by the sea what's going on Am I Manchester by the sea? And so where we that's having, what I want to happen. But where are we having your funeral at? Is it, a, is it a church or is this some sort of community hall? Is it the sort, my question, is it the sort of place where we can have a painting of you sitting in a throne behind your open casket? Sure. I'd like to have it at Madison Square Garden with just the, the tag on the invite to my funeral is, I told you fuckers. Um... <laughs> but i picture isaac going up you know they call they go does anyone have a story about chad and like no one you know everybody awkwardly shuffles and then isaac gets up there and he goes i don't really have a story about my dad but i i would like to advertise my new business programming sex robots (laughs) if anyone needs to talk to me after the show and it i am calling it a show because my dad would have wanted that (laughs) because he always wanted a show here uh, but anyways, it was nice of all uh, 14 of you to come. And if, yeah, it's like an I said, if anybody garden. needs, yeah, yeah, just if anybody needs help programming a sex robot, please see me at the, uh, there's a little tray of sandwiches over there that will feed everybody here. Kind of awkward, but uh, meet me over there. I'm trying to think of what story I'm telling at your funeral, assuming I'm able to travel for it. You know, assuming you are not dead first, fuck off. I think I'm a natural athlete, bruh. 
I mean, sure. The uh, I think <laughs> even if I can't travel, I think I I get Mike Cronin to you know wear an iPad on like a necklace and just go stand in front of everybody and I can <laughs> give my give my eulogy that way. I don't know what story I'm going with, but anyway, yeah. So so that that's great. I'm very uh I'm very excited for young Isaac. That's a big wonderful deal. Yeah, I'm excited for him too. Very very like I said, very proud of him to take this chance cuz not everybody, you know, does that, but he's young enough where uh and he wants it. So that's good. He's excited. Better than what I saw other kids his age doing this weekend, I had to go to get, uh, I went to buy tacos on Saturday night because I needed to get some food in Papa Dave so he didn't perish, you know, so I went to sure. our favorite taco place in this area, it's called Condado Tacos. Condado. Condado Tacos. So here's the thing with Condado. What you do is you show up, you, 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 you order on your phone, okay? And then you get a okay. text message that says, thank you for ordering tacos with us. Your order should be ready soon. We will text you when it's ready. And you start driving there and you sit in the parking lot and you wait for a really long time. And so then you go in and you say to someone, hey, uh, I ordered my tacos a really long time ago. I would assume they've been ready. Is everything all right? And they go, they're right there and they point to him at the host yep. stand, and they've been done for 25 minutes. And then you say oh, to no. those people, you say, uh, I, I did not get my text. And they go, we don't do texting anymore. I go, I think you do. And they go, we don't. We don't have that system anymore. <laughs> and then you pull your phone out and you go, it says right here that you do. It says you will text me and they're done. And they go, yeah, yeah, but the second text, it doesn't work anymore. I go, that feels like a piece of information that people should know so you don't have enraged human beings exactly. coming into the thing. And, uh, and then you ask to speak to the manager so you can get some gift cards before you take home your $90 worth of soggy tacos. Oh, boy. Well, I am waiting for the, it's an indoor-outdoor place. So while I am waiting for the manager so I can go full you know, man Karen on the situation and get my gift cards. <laughs> I, I hear someone just going, put the money on the table. Put your money, put your money on the table. Money on the table. And I, I know gambling when I hear it. I mean, I love a good gamble. So I, it's coming from the patio. So I kind of peek out and around and there's four kids about Isaac's age. There's some cash on the table, and they are hit. one of the kids and another kid are basically like doing the, the put your money on the table argument. And one of the kids is going, I don't have, I don't carry cash. I'll Venmo you. And he goes, I don't trust you. I don't trust your Venmo. It's a very, this is a very broy like, you think I'm going to believe your Venmo, bro? Like, it's a very weird, sure. broy combative. But finally, they settle on it. And I realized the bet is whether or not the kid who was shouting money on the table can fit an entire hard shell taco into his mouth. And I realized that, <laughs> Chad, because I just watched him do it. He, and he did it. I don't know what sort of second set of teeth he has in his throat or if the back wall 
of his mouth is made out of conch. I don't know how he smashed the back half of the taco, but he cartoon character snake unhinged his jaw and put yeah. an in Chad an entire taco and then he closed his lips around it. I don't know how and he didn't like slow like or or it was just put it in close your lips. I've never seen anything like it. I once saw Shubes put three soft shell tacos in his mouth and I was like, how did you do that? And he goes, oh, I used to suck my thumb when I was a baby and his thumb is half as big as his dick. Yeah, everything comes back to you and Shubes's <laughs> sweatpants. Uh, but yeah, so I, it, was, it was pretty wild to see somebody, the human version, like if Taco John's had their own anaconda. That's what it, you know, are Anna, do anacondas eat stuff? Pythons... Boa constrictors constrict. They do. And anacondas. They, but they also eat. They all eat. Let's not forget that. They just eat in different ways. Some snakes have venom. Some snakes choke you to death and then eat you. But it's all in preparation for the eating. So you could have gone with any of them. And some snakes walk off with $2,000 of your merch money and you never hear from them again. Oh, boy. Hey, I there's a bug in my bathroom okay i'm just gonna continue there's a bug in my bathroom and it's been there forever right so it's on the wall when i'm standing peeing a bug a bug it is one of those Wait, hard specifics little tiny it's about the size of a wood tick but it's not a wood tick it's a beetle because when you when you push down on that they crunch Gross. they have a crunchy exoskeleton sure and so when i'm standing it's to my right and so I can see it on the wall. It has been there for, I'm going to go with a month. Alive? I'm going to, I have, no, I, I am, it's, it's been there for a month in the same spot. And so it hasn't eaten, it hasn't drank anything. So I'm, it, so, I'm so sorry to interrupt and I'm, I'm sure okay, I'm torpedoing please. this, but. No, no, no. You've seen, you must go to the bathroom multiple times a day. I do. And you've seen a bug on your wall just hanging out for a month. Correct. And just been like, well, that's, there's the bug and just left yep. the bathroom. I leave it <laughs> as a warning to other bugs. That's okay, my okay, whole so, point. Yeah, it's like what I wanted to do with the muskrat. So it is a dead bug. Yes, it's a, yes, this is a, you, this is a dictator move. Yeah, this is a, if you crawl on this wall, fucking look what happens, bitch. So it it's is that a, kind of a, a thing. Dead bug. Gotcha. So, you know, I, I, it's, it's there, it's whatever, it's become part of the, part of the art, you know, part of the, uh, sure. kind of the vibe of the bathroom. Yeah. And then today, right before the podcast, I was in there peeing and the fucking thing started crawling down the wall. It's been there for a month. It has not eaten. It has not drank anything. I don't get it. Unless they did this shit, you know how like twins try to fuck each other's girlfriends? Unless they pulled this thing where they're like, all right, he's sleeping. Go get go get dad off the wall. I'm going to go right into dad's position. And when he's peeing tomorrow, I'm going to crawl down the wall and fucking blow his mind. It was so insane. I've never been able to cut off my flow of pissing. Not ever. I remember one time after a bar, I was peeing outside by a car and the cop was like, if you keep peeing, I'm going to arrest you. And I was like, you're going to have to arrest me, man. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and today when the bug started crawling, 
I I bet you I sucked piss up back into my whole bladder, back way up into it. It actually may have reversed the process and started to become coffee again. That's how hard I sucked this piss back in. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was just like, where are you going? So then I, I just waited in there and followed to where he was going. And he crawled down and crawled back up to his spot and then just stopped again. This bitch, I don't know what's going on in here, but I fucking love it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I love any any idea that the creatures that live in and around your your house are turning on you. I, that's a fun. That's yes. a fun. That's going to be a fun angle for this show. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Where all of a sudden, cuckoo. Cuckoo! I just come out crazy. Hey guys, this is Chad Daniels. You've landed in the middle of summer. You know what else? You know what else has landed in the middle of somewhere? So many bugs and their families. They're coming to get me, man. Just losing my mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me just use the button bar. I know you don't like it anymore, but I'm just going to use it one more time because I got to push this. Brat! Nope. Stop. Not that one. Oh, it's got to be. He must have switched the buttons around. It's this one. Fring, frong, frong. God damn it. It's not, it's not that one. Oh, here we go. Got it, got it, got it. Chad in. No, what in the fuck? Where did he put that? Oh, here, here we go. This got to be. There's only six buttons, so it has to be this one. Psy preferences shitting on. It's not that one either. What in the. Oh, here. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Last one. I got to go. Well, that's fun. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see. I guess I'll see you later. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.